0: All right, so let's get into this. This is coming from science.org, which is a pretty mainstream science website, Science Science. Magazine. Rare link link between coronavirus vaccines and long COVID-like illness starts to gain acceptance. July 3rd, 2023, studies probe unusual case of neurologic complications, blood pressure swings, and other side effects. Again, surprised to see this in a mainstream outlet, and it was published in the uh, volume 381, I guess the July or August issue of Science Magazine. That's fresh. So it's 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 pretty new. COVID nineteen vaccines they say have saved millions of lives and the world is gearing up for a new round of boosters. Okay, we'll skip that. I don't know if that's true or if they're I, I don't know many people who are getting boosters. But they say, but like all vaccines, those targeting coronavirus can cause side effects in some people, including rare, they say, cases of abnormal blood clotting and heart inflammation, another apparent complication, a debilitating suite of symptoms that resembles long COVID, has been more elusive and it's it's linked to the vaccination unclear and its diagnostic features ill-defined. But in recent months, what some call long vax has gained wider acceptance among doctors and scientists, and some are now working to better understand its treat its how to treat its symptoms. Now, before we go any further, like that right there tells you what the rest of the article is about. Even that, saying that a year ago, two years ago, would have got you banned. To just acknowledge what is, and this is why it's frustrating, because there have been scientists and other health professionals, as some of our next stories will show, who were warning about some of these side effects, including blood clotting, heart inflammation. Uh, you have Dr. Peter McCullough, one of the most widely published cardiologists in the world, who has been censored, and uh, you know we'll talk more about that. So. make that clear it's frustrating words
1: it's like it's treated symptoms right not like resolve the problem yeah how do we treat
0: the symptoms instead of getting to the core of what's causing this thing all right so then we go on and they interview Anne louise oaklander neurologist and researcher at harvard medical school she says quote you see one or two patients and you wonder if it's a coincidence but by the time you've seen 10 20 she continues trailing off where there's smoke there's fire cases seem very rare they want to assure you i will let you be the judge of that scene um, yeah, there, there's a lot of qualifiers in here. Apparently, seem, etc. But you decide. Symptoms can include persistent headaches, severe fatigue, and abnormal heart rate and blood pressure. They appear hours, days, or weeks after vaccination and are difficult to study. But researchers and clinicians are increasingly finding some alignment with known medical conditions. One is small fiber neuropathy, a condition Oaklander studies, in which nerve damage can cause tingling or electric shock-like sensations, which is kind of disturbing. That's Probably doesn't feel good. Um, the second is a more nebulous syndrome with symptoms sometimes triggered by small fiber neuropathy called postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome (POTS). It can involve muscle weakness, swings in heart rate, blood pressure, fatigue, and brain fog. Now, just let me one give me one more uh, sidebar here. I'm just thinking about this, Mike. Like, remember when we played that one video of this female young lady just Instagram? you know, 20 something chick who wasn't an activist or anti-vaxxer of any kind, got the shots, she was injured, she waited a couple months, um, I think her name was Dom, and she put out this video talking about it, and it went viral, she got a lot of attention, support and hate of people saying, how dare you, and she was even concerned, she was like, I thought long and hard about if I should come forward, I don't want to be attacked, but I need to share my story, and she was showing how she was having tremors and troubles walk- trouble walking, so we took that information, which is in the public domain, we shared it on our show. It, it got some you know, good attention on, through our show and things like that are why, for me, we're already in the know that these things are happening about. But Science Magazine in late July or early July, 2023 is just catching the public up. So if this is your only source of information or MSNBC or CNN, then you didn't see those stories that were out there. And in, you probably didn't see them because they were being deleted off the internet too. People talking about them were being censored. So it's just that. I just can't get over how frustrating the last I think some people see them,
1: and then they go, oh, it's good that was removed. Because, like, I don't want to believe the vaccine doesn't solve all life's problems. and I don't want to, you know, be troubled by having to think about it. It's easier if my, you know, I can just follow the script. I don't know. You know, I do think some people heard voices and said, oh, that's disinformation. We need to stop that.
0: I definitely, yeah, we know that there were people like that for sure. And hopefully. Like they heard
1: about this stuff back then. They heard it. But now that
0: Science Magazine says it, is it okay to say it? And that's kind of my question, right? Because. If it's in Science Magazine, but then YouTube doesn't necessarily update their, their standards because they're, they're – they're, I had a video They're, not they're saying <laughs> if you're, what you say doesn't align with the World Health Organization policy, and as far as I as I know, the World Health Organization isn't even acknowledging this yet, so it's making its way into Science Magazine now, and it's getting into the ether, into the consciousness, but have the platforms updated there? Is it okay to say this now, right? Or will we this video get taken down, for example, for well, that, a That's a good reason. thing here
1: in a way because he – Science Magazine is like here at their own real estate. And it's something we do say. I hate to point out that little thing. They're right here on their own website. They're not on Google. They're not on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? They may be, but this article we're not seeing there. Yeah, I mean,
0: and that's the thing too, is Google and those other platforms can use their algorithm to maybe take a story like this, even from Science Magazine, and put that page 10 or whatever. So somebody searching is only going to get the CDC, the who. Oh, by the way, don't pay attention to these other doctors that are asking these other questions. But it's just interesting to me and I'm sure it's frustrating to people like Peter McColl and any other doctor who feel like they put their time, energy, and money in, went to school and then watched COVID and started to ask questions, and then next thing they know they're being called far-right extremists or something well, like that. Well, what this uh, guy from the
1: FDA Center for Biologic Evaluation and Research says about the not being able to rule out rare cases. We can't rule out rare
0: cases if a provider has somebody in front of them, they want to take they may want to take seriously the concept of a vaccine side effect, Imagine. he says. But he also worries, and this is what you were saying yeah. a moment ago, about the sensational headline, that it could mislead the public, and he emphasizes the vaccine benefits far away the risk. This is another frustrating thing. is that This is saying the ends justify the means. Exactly, and, and we've seen that from Fauci and from other government officials, either through emails that have come out through lawsuits the last couple of years, where when it was listed, or even I did a report about a study that um, literally the title of it was like, don't let the anti-vaxxers see the study. Uh, something to that effect. And it was research saying, hey, there are some side effects that we should probably look at, but we need to be careful about how we report this because we don't want to fuel those anti-vaxxers and all their questions. And so there's definitely a political motivation there, right? It's not just science for the sake of science and that's it. It's like, oh, by the way, let's be careful. I don't want to say that out loud and get a sensational headline of you know, somebody director of the FDA's organization saying, Hey, look, this probably is a vaccine side effect, but let's be careful. Let's talk Heck, in hushed tones because yeah. it might give the bad people their fuel. And that's where we're at. Like, everyone
1: thinks there's like this elite group of people that you can talk about reality with. And then there's like, Oh, no, don't let everybody else hear us. That goes in all sorts of ways, right? I mean, that's really what's happening here. He thinks like normal, civilized, whatever you want to say, decent people ought to be able to consider these things, you know, in an academic environment, blah, 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 blah. But you can't let the riffraff out there begin to know that there's a slight chance that they could get like they might be injured, brain fog, cardio.
0: Look at this, the same thing. Harlan Krumholtz, cardiologist at Yale, says he's concerned that the anti-vax movement would seize on any research findings. And that made him hesitant at first to even dive into this research. So it's like you're worried about who the people, what, like how the data is going to be used by people you don't like or don't trust. And he, but they talks eventually he relented, and now they're starting a study called Listen that includes long COVID patients and these long Vax patients. It, it sounds like there's a great fear there of real like the power of misinformation.
1: Even let's just imagine that the information came out that. Uh, I don't know. I, I doubt they could ever be this fast. But let's just say this was a rare cases, right? Let's just give them that and say it was 5%. That's not even that rare, right? Yeah, is still of or, thousands but, but let's people. get that word out there. And then if it was out there, I guess what they're so afraid of is the power of that. The power mm-hmm. of the truth. You know, versus, you know, their constant echoing over and over and over that this thing saves you. Because then maybe you'd question it and all these people who probably could have lived with or without the damn thing wouldn't have got it. Maybe not all of them, some would still
0: go get it, but some would have cut back. And many probably wouldn't have. I want to give Mr. Crumholtz at cardiologist at Yale University his full credit because you know, like I said, he says he was hesitant at first, and that frustrates me, but it goes on to say he now says, quote, I'm persuaded that there's something going on with these side effects. So well, that's what you do if you're a real scientist. He says, it's my obligation if I truly am a scientist to have an open mind and learn if there's something that can be done. So thanks for being a scientist because he, he pushed past his resistance, right? Yeah. And just to add another name of like credibility here, German Minister of Health Karl Lauterbach acknowledged in March that though rare – Long COVID-like symptoms after vaccination are a real phenomenon. He said his ministry was working to organize funding for the studies, but none have been announced so far. So I think we've read enough of that article. But just, to, I mean. These and, may be people that we start seeing get relegated somewhere. You know, like this
1: minister, he might not have that much ministrying anymore. Might <laughs> not have his job after yeah. that for
0: speaking up. Yeah. Well, and I think that, so again, that's Science Magazine. Uh, and here's another headline. This was and actually going back because look, this is July 3rd. This is the most recent one. I found this one. I went back a little further. Science did report back in January 2022. So a full year ago. In rare cases, coronavirus vaccines may cause long COVID symptoms, brain fog, headaches, blood pressure, and being probed by the NIH. So this is out there, but this is not what people are being told when they go to their nightly news and their local officials are still telling them flu season's coming up. Make sure you and your kids get a COVID shot in one arm and the flu shot in the other. They're not hearing these stories, you know, um, just a couple other add to add to this COVID kind of theme here. We had one from the Wall Street Journal, an opinion piece back in July. COVID censorship itself proved to be deadly, they say, because of stories like this being removed from the the news feed. So maybe, as you said, Micah, people who might have read Science Magazine and trusted it and say, okay, I guess it's not just right-wing conspiracy theorists. Yeah, and I'm not not
1: older or or,
0: uh, overweight or something. I'm not in that risk category. I think think I'll stay on. And maybe then because they didn't see it some did get it and they might be the folks with the brain fog yeah we saw that some healthy problems. people were
1: having problems yeah they weren't just you know
0: and one more point to make on this you know so we've got this uh these data coming from science magazine this is another story that is about a study that i think i can't you know i'm not vouching for 100 it's a study done by a cardiologist peter McColl, that i mentioned who i interviewed two weeks ago you can find it at theconsciousresistance.com maybe we'll even play it next week but this was published on the uh, pre-parent server of the Lancet, which is, of course, a mainstream medical journal. It's respected and all these kind of things. So as the headline says here, Lancet study on COVID. And I want to make it clear, it wasn't a study by the Lancet. It was published on their pre I think they kind of misworded it here. But a study about COVID vaccine autopsies, which said that 74 percent of uh, the autopsies in the last two years could have links to the vaccine, it was removed from the lancet preprint within 24 hours once it started it became one of the most downloaded preprinted uh studies done ever and then i guess it got the attention of the wrong people and people were calling for it to get taken down it was by leading cardiologist dr peter mccola Yale uh epidemiologist dr harvey rish and their colleagues at the wellness company top pathologist dr roger hodskin and it was published on a couple of wednesdays ago and on the preprint less than 24 hours it was removed The Lancet said because the study's conclusions are not supported by the study methodology. And we will include this in the show notes. You can go and find the study. One of the key lines is they looked at different databases. It says we searched for all published autopsy and necropsy reports relating to COVID vaccine up until May 18, 2023. We identified 678 studies. And after screening for our inclusion criteria, included 44 papers that contained 325 autopsies in one necropsy case. Uh, They you know, they independently reviewed all the deaths and determined whether COVID vaccine was the direct cause or contributed significantly to death. The most implicated organ system in the COVID vaccine-associated death was the cardiovascular system, which is similar to what science was just saying a moment ago, followed by a hematological system, respiratory system, and multiple organ systems. Uh, the mean time from vaccination to death was 14.3 days. Most deaths occurred within a week from the last vaccination. And again, this is according to this study of these researchers a total of 240 deaths or 73% were independently in, uh, educated as currently, uh, directly due or significantly contributed to by the COVID vaccination. This is what these doctors found in their paper. Again, it was published on the preprint of server for 24 hours and then taken down because the Lancet says the conclusions do not be ma- uh, supported by the study's methodology. I caught up with Dr. Peter McCullough and I interviewed him about this and I asked him that very question. He said their methodology is sound He said, you know, they're going to publish it still in another journal, but it did get rejected by the Lancet. I just want to put that out there. I want to let you decide if you think that's accurate. If you trust Peter McCullough, we will link this and it'll go directly to the study if you want to read it yourself. Um, But in my my view, it is worth as whatever you want to call me and Micah news and analysis podcast or whatever. If anybody out there, one person even hears us talk about this and decides, you know what? I want to rethink this decision and do some more research for myself. Then it's worth talking about it even if other people hearing that might think wow you guys are crazy you think that's going on yeah today it's this who knows what it'll be in five years right so, because like- last year i was told hunter biden was a whole conspiracy there's no reason to worry about it and last year i was told that there's no you know problems with the vaccine and everything's fine here i am now things change things change science <laughs> imagine that science evolves and change so i want to do my due diligence and offer you that data and you decide what you're going to do with it